of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for joining us, America. George Campbell, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. He is the co-host of Smart Money Happy Hour, one of our more popular podcasts on the old Ramsey Network. Check it out. He and Rachel have a lot of fun on that show, and they even give you some information that's useful. So try it out. You'll like both of them. And uh, also the George Camel with a K YouTube program is uh, exploding. Yeah, faster than even we imagined, and we knew he was a star. So check it out. He's uh, my co-host today. Phone number here, 888-825-5225. Bob is in Boston. Hey, Bob, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hi, George. Hope you both are well. We are, sir. Um, How can we help? Looking for some guidance today. So so after following your baby steps for many years and our kids are through college at this point, my wife and I are aligned on, on wanting to purchase a second home. Where it gets a little complex for me is uh, she's talking about a sum that I'm <laughs> not necessarily comfortable with. Uh, and I am looking to slow down in a couple of years. I'll probably work part-time in a couple, within a couple of years or so. So I, I need help. You know, I want, I want to please her. I want to do the right thing by her. Um, but I think I need some help getting comfortable with the kind of numbers that she's talking about. Okay. Uh, what do you make? Um, I make just under $700,000 a year. Mm-hmm. What's your net worth? About $8 million. Okay. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm in finance. Way to go, Bob. Well done. Man, you are impressive. That's a very cool thing. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank what you. is she wanting to spend on this home? She's talking about something like $2.5 million, which is What's your current residence worth? Uh, about $500,000. Your current residence is worth 500000 Yes. And your second home will be $2.5 million. Well, that's a little out of whack. Where's I, the second I home? I hear you. Okay. Uh, would, well, number one, okay, here, here's okay. my rule of thumb on second homes. They're, they're, I, I've, got, I've got them, okay? They're toys. And so they need to be a uh, number one. You got to pay cash for them, or you don't do them. Uh, you're asking the Ramseys, so you're in finance. You're obviously have done very well. You're going to do what you're going to do. But this is my rule: I would never do it unless you paid cash. Number one. Number two. They're toys, meaning they don't produce an income. It's not a great category of real estate to invest in because resort real estate is the only type of real estate that's more volatile than being a developer. These are the two places you can lose your butt the most in real estate. So, for instance, I've got a lake house. One year, it's worth uh, $2 million. One year, it's worth $4 million. And then the next year, it's worth $2 million again. Just to, I mean, they come and, it comes and goes and comes and goes and comes and goes. You follow me? So um, then the, the second rule on toys lake houses, um, second homes, whatever we want to call them here, is that if they're not going to be income producing, uh, and, and so it needs to be a small enough percentage of my net worth that we could stomach it if we lost it mm. because you're taking this much money offline. It's no longer earning any money. 
Uh, it will appreciate in value over time, probably, most likely, but that's not why we're buying it. It's not an income-producing asset. It's you know, it's it's a capital gains asset. So, um, you know, if you're buying it to speculate on, then don't buy it uh, because you're buying it for a second home. My lake house is not for sale. It will be sold someday after I'm gone, but it's not for sale um, for any price. I keep up with values just because I'm a real estate nerd, but it's not for sale. And so that's what you're doing here. You're taking that much money offline. And that feels like a large chunk offline out of $8 million to me. Mm. That's the way I feel, too. Um, I, I was I, thinking I think a million, and I was going to go with it. Yeah. Yep. That is there some compromise here? Number. Or is she dead set? It's got to oh, yeah. be this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There, there would definitely be compromise there. I, I, th- I think her view is, hey, listen, we're not getting any younger. We have this we have this pot of money. We've always lived below our means. If we're going to do it, let's do it. And let's, yeah. let's just go for it. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. that'd be 12% of your net worth is tied up in a toy. And that's, that's pretty heavy, but that's doable. Um, for me, I, I, you know, at a million out of 8 million. Right. And the good news is how old are you? 52. Okay. So how much longer are you going to work making seven fifty? Two to three years. Okay. And, um, and then you're going to be living out of your net worth. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, you're going to slow its growth because right now its growth is compounding. Right. So you're going to be spending some of that to live because you're used to a decent lifestyle, I would assume, making seven fifty, and and you yeah, shouldn't yeah. be denied that. I'm okay with that. I mean, so yeah, that that's another because I, I think the description to her, if this was me talking to Sharon, I'd say, honey, what that means is we're going to have to it would trim our monthly income down because we're taking a chunk, uh, we're taking a third of our a fourth of a third of our uh net worth offline it's no longer creating income for us and so and i'm uncomfortable with that number for that reason because i want to keep our income steady so we don't have to think about we can do anything we want to do with a good income because i mean if you got seven million working for you you can still make six seven hundred thousand dollars a year off of that right right right. yeah and and so in perpetuation i can i bet you can and so um that that's that's what I want to set up for you. So I think that's the way you talk to her about it is I don't want to cut that six or seven hundred thousand to four or five hundred thousand because we got so much tied up in a second home. I think that makes uh, a lot of sense, and I like I like that approach. I think she I think she'll be open to that. Yeah. Um, so well, all she did, she just saw something she liked, and she knows you've worked your butt off, and she wants to enjoy it before it's gone. Yeah, I, I go along with her on that. You live like no one else, so later you can live and give like no one else. That puts us on her team, right, until we look at the ratios, and the ratios are bothersome. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, listen, I appreciate your guidance here. I, I value your opinion, so uh, thank you both very much. Well, you're an incredible incredible dude. Well done. It's a done. great problem. I'm sitting back here going, this is a real problem. Don't get me wrong, but this is a great problem to have. This is the problem you have if you follow our advice. If you do the stuff we teach, you're 32 years old and you work the baby steps, you're Bob at 52 or 62, struggling with how much, whether to put one million million or or two million into your second home. Hello. This is the, but you notice what he's living in a half a million. Mm. He's not living in an $8 million house making 700,000. 
Notice Big that. Big difference. Hollywood. Notice that. This is The Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney has a brand new book coming out called Building a Non-Anxious Life. If you pre-order today, you'll get $75 in free bonus items. Uh, nearly half the population reports their lives are affected by anxiety, stress, or burnout. It's everywhere. But here's the thing. Anxiety is not the problem. The problem is anxiety is an alarm bell that's going off telling you that we feel unsafe, disconnected, unhealthy, our finances are in turmoil, our relationships, and that causes anxiety. Anxiety is the symptom. And Dr. John walks you through the six daily choices to recognize and break free from a life that is spinning, spinning, spinning out of control. Yeah. Pre-order it today. Building a non-anxious life. $20 at RamseySolutions.com. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Brent is with us. Brent is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Brent. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, man. What's up? Yeah, um, I am currently in baby step two with my wife. We just found you guys about a month or so ago, and we've been reading the total money, the total money makeover book, and it's really changed my whole life on how I look at money because um, I've generation third business owner not with this business that i'm currently owning but um we're currently in baby step two and um we've had some changes to our business this past fourth quarter um well fourth, you know starting in the fourth quarter of last year and my wife and i are trying to put a budget together personally um to pay off our debt and everything like that we have our thousand dollar emergency fund but trying to come up with the income for me and my business to put towards our budget has been a challenge for my wife and I, and we're just trying to figure out um, how to set the proper income for my business. I've tried to look at my life and kind of see how much money I need to bring in to take care of our basic needs, but it's been a very challenge because our business has took a step back and it's put more responsibility on me um, to do the actual work before I had technicians, um, you know, doing our work for us and, um, I was able to run it from a, you know, an owner perspective. And uh, it's just been a challenge for me and my wife. And I just wasn't sure um, how you could uh, get a budget number so we can start paying off our debt and baby step two. When we get to end of 2023 and you look at your P&L on the business, what will be your net profit? Uh, We lost money last year. No, 2023. Oh, oh, oh. Um, 2023, we will be lucky to break even how are you how are you um, does your wife have a job yes yes my wife's in um house baker so she owns a bakery and i own electrical business why are you only breaking even because i've probably took on more um people last year than i probably should have and kind of put us in a situation where i was making sure they were taken care of and not paying myself like i should there's not paying your there's a difference between paying yourself and not making a profit you can make a big old hairy profit and not take any of it home leave it in the business but you're not making any profit which means the people that work for you are in danger of losing their job because you're in danger of closing correct and so you're Mm -hmm. not doing the people that are there a big favor 
by not making a profit. It is required of you as a business owner to continue to make a profit to stabilize the business for the good of the team. And that may mean oh, that yeah, some of the absolutely. team needs to leave so the rest of the team gets to survive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we do great work. We're making No, you don't. You I don't mean, make enough money to eat. You're true. not making a profit. Why are you not making a profit? Because you kept too much payroll. That's what you told me. Yeah, too much payroll. And I've, I have a big heart, and I try to help people. And I guess that it's put myself in a... What are you doing I to mean, help people? What do you mean? Like, um, I have a... I have a heart for the younger generation going into the trade industry. And so I bring on young people and train them. And I've started more businesses than I'm willing to admit. Um, Cause I'm great at being an electrician and I'm great at, you know, I, I've read the book uh, EMF and it really opened my eyes up to being a technician, owning a business. And I'm working on, I'm, I'm following entree leadership to no, be better not. at a lot of areas where I'm struggling. No, 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 I just started. I just started. Okay. You know, um, right. on okay. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you, because we teach people yeah. to make a profit there. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you can't yeah, continue. You I'm can't sorry. continue the ministry that your heart is pulling you to. You can't. You you want to serve the people on your team, and you want to bring people on your team and give them a shot, and you want to introduce them to the trades, yeah. and you have a heart to yeah. do all of that. You are going to lose the ability to do that because you're trying to run this without making a profit. So you have got to make some difficult decisions to be able to continue to do the ministry that you want to do. Got you. So you can't say I'm unwilling to tell anyone no or send anyone home for the good of the organization and blame that on a big heart because ultimately your big heart is going to not get anything done. Yeah. I mean, we were doing great until last year and we took a step back and honey, you told me you lost money last year. And this year you're going to break yeah. even. That's two years you've made no money. This is not a hobby. Yeah. It's a business. Sure. You yeah, have to make point. the business decisions to get it profitable. And that means some of your people that you brought on as, as projects need to go home. For the good mm-hmm. of everybody else and for the good of future project people. If you want to help yeah. so-and-so and be a, bring a young person on and, and help them you know, come out of prison and get them going or whatever it is you want to do. You want to help people and you want to use the business to do that. Please, for God's sakes, do that, that you're the kind of man we want running a business out there, but you have got to say, you got to have, make hard decisions to be able to make the good decisions. You can only give out of the overflow. And right now you don't have any overflow. You're struggling to make ends meet. Your job first is take care of your family. First. Yeah, and that's what's really opened my eyes by, you know, starting with Entree Leadership and starting with, you know, final, you know Financial Peace University. I've really opened my eyes up that my family need to be the, a major priority, and yeah. that's why, I mean, I have made some decisions lately to turn this around, because, I mean, we do great work. I just got to... I, I don't, I don't, I'm not questioning the quality of your work, Brent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying that, um, you know, when I first started in business, I thought, here's an example of something that's a little different, but it falls in the same bucket. I thought by not confronting people inside of our organization that were doing things wrong, that I was being nice. Because I'm Southern, and being nice is what you do. It's called passive-aggressive, right? We're always nice. Mm -hmm. We say, bless your heart. We'll slit your throat and say, bless your heart. We're Southern. But we're always nice, (laughs) right? 
I always wanted to be nice. I always wanted to be a nice Christian man. And what I finally figured out is, is that by not confronting people's misbehavior, I was actually allowing the business to be torn apart from the inside. And, and I was staying angry all the time on my drive home at their misbehavior that I had never even told them was misbehavior. This is completely my yeah. fault. And so we adopted a yeah. new slogan. Here's our new slogan. It's about, it's about 20 years old now. To be unclear is to be unkind. So that's mm, my version yeah. of being nice but with strength, I'm going to be very clear because to otherwise is to be unkind and you're being unkind to the future people that you want to help with this business because you're being too kind, too nice. You're being nice instead of kind, you're being nice to the current people instead of the other. Yeah. And your family is also part of this and we're trying to get out of debt. And so we need to get our income up. Yeah. So if I'm you, I'm going, I can make 70 grand as an electrician or make $0 running this business. You need some money. And so it might be time to reset this business and how it's structured and see if you can get it profitable fast. And if you can't, you probably need to go work for somebody until you can get your act together and get there. Because only the strong can help the weak, sir. You know, Starving kids don't feed starving kids. Projects don't help projects. You're now a project. You've turned yourself into one. This is The Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt free stage jason and kendall are with us hey guys how are you we're doing fantastic dave thanks honored to have you where do you guys live we are from waukesha wisconsin all right welcome to nashville and all the way here to do a debt-free scream how much did you pay off three hundred and fifty thousand seven hundred and eighty four dollars love it how long did this take four years five months and eight days Aha, love it very good and your range of income during that four years and five months 200 to 350 thousand dollars combined very cool what do y'all do for a living we're in sales uh i am uh i sell uh, life-saving uh health equipment mm-hmm. and i'm in cybersecurity sales ah very good two great businesses well done good what kind of debt was the 351 there was a phone there was a car a credit card a lake house slash cottage and our home wow look at the weird people a hundred percent free way to go guys thank you very cool very cool how old are you two i'm 41 Mm -hmm. and i'm 38 and what's the house worth 
We bought it for three hundred, and it's now worth four hundred fifty to five hundred thousand. Very wow. cool. How much in your retirement savings? Eight hundred fifty thousand. Woo! Talking to millionaires with a paid-for house and Lake Cottage. I love it. Mm-hmm. Way to go, you guys! Thank you. And at forty-one years old and thirty-eight. Wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. Excellent. Baby steps, millionaires. Well, tell us the story. What happened four and a half years ago that got all this started? And uh, made the whole family go into a tizzy, and now it worked. Well, it started a little bit before that. We, I found the podcast, and I said, Jason, we should listen to this, because we were feeling a little out of control, but we listened for like a month, and we're like, ah, we've got it under control. We can pay these credit cards off every month. We're doing fine. And then in November of 2018, Jason was laid off from his job right ahead of the holidays, and we realized we really were a short period of time away from not being able to handle what we had going. Mm. And it scared it scared us so bad that we, we we decided, okay, let's go back to that podcast we were listening to. Scared straight. Scared yep. straight, yep. And then um, what really solidified it for us is a year later, Jason was laid off again. But at that point... Jason. <laughs> it was a rough patch. It, it was Merry a Christmas. blessing in disguise, though. Yeah. Like, it, like that, that job that he rushed into that, that in 2018 was... It was a great job financially, but terrible emotionally for him. So it was a true blessing. And then in 2019, I was able to say, like, let's let's take time. You find a job that you are really going to love, and he's still there today. Mm. So so yeah, so that's great. And making bank too, and doing well. Yep. And then in um, April of 2020, we had the opportunity to finish Baby Step Two, and. You know, things were uncertain. Well, like, there's some timing. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're like, well, maybe we should just batten down the hatches and, and prepare for a storm. But we just decided to go into the storm and pay off and do baby step two. Be done with it. Love it. Yep. And then to celebrate baby step two, we got a mini golden doodle and we named him Ramsey David. Oh, <laughs> wow. Is it the middle name? Uh-huh. Ramsey David is, yeah, David's his middle name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dogs yeah. can have middle names. So when, <laughs> he, just so when he goes in the floor... Yeah, Ramsey David. David. Yes. David. We we joke. We joke what my that, wife says. Yeah. We joke that he gives terrible financial advice because he's a dog. Um. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that dog is debt free. He's doing better than most Americans. I'm sure. So. you. Yep. And and then from there we pivoted into let's let's pay off the house and how cool would it be to stand here and be fully debt free when we stood it. here. I love it. Wow. Powered on y'all. through. Good for y'all. Very good stuff. This is amazing. So were the girls a part of this journey? I mean, they're old enough. They're like seeing mom and dad go gangbusters on this debt. I mean, was it weird for them? Were they all in? Were they calling you guys out? You, you know what? They always pretend that they don't like it. They've had plenty of uh, podcasts. Uh, they heard too much Dave Ramsey, and they like to talk a lot of smack about it. But Yeah. Well, if you're a teenager, you have to have the eye roll down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. see the eye roll. Come on. Let's see it. You can do it. Yeah, you got to have it down. You got to have the eye roll down. It's part uh, of it. Then yeah. later on in life, they're like, oh, yeah, actually, I was into that. No, oh, I yeah. tried to play it cool, but I liked it. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Anytime we, they see a movie where somebody uh, uses a credit card, oh no, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I oh. cannot believe that they're, they're in debt." Yeah, <laughs> who, who would have thought Brad Pitt did that? But right. They, they've they've joined <laughs> us. We've led five rounds of FP at our wow. church, um, at Bridge Church in Waukesha. Waukesha, go Bridge Church. Um, and they've been there. Um, at least come along a few times yeah. to to sit in and you know help with the kids sometimes and and even kind of share their story once in a yeah, while. So yeah. how hard it is being your kid? Yeah, yeah right. Seriously, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I'm so proud of you. You're 100 percent free. Mm-hmm. You're millionaires. You're 40. 
How's that feel? Dave, it's phenomenal. You know, it's we, we have a true understanding of what you mean when you say financial peace. It it allows us to to change what our dreams are. Instead of thinking of how are we going to get out of this, we can think of what are we going to go to, how are we going to get there. And we know that we control our destiny and, and we can actually pl- plan on how we're going to do it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So when you're leading one of these classes, you've obviously got a great example to set in front of them. You guys, you say, we paid off our house. We had this. We got 800000 in savings. Oh, my gosh, look at this. This is where you could be. Um, that's got to be very persuasive for someone in the class that's scared, that's hopeless, that's beat down, that doesn't know if they can do it. They can look at you guys and go, I think maybe I can. Yeah, I think when we started doing FPU, I think, you know, I was a little afraid of, you know, how do we share this? Like, how, how, how honest do we get about where we're at and where we're going? And we just decided if we're going to do this, if we're going to give one week a night for nine weeks every single year, we're going to go all in and be very open and upfront with everyone mm. in our class. Mm. Um, and it's really created this cool community that we have where they come up to us and they're like, hey, guess what I did? We just paid off our car. Or wow. here's what we're going to do next. And then they ask, where are you guys at? We're, we, we're just following along. This. A lot of them come back to our class and just sit in and we'll then um, kind of be the testimony in that yeah. first class to yeah. say, hey, I did this last year and here's where we're at now. Here's what a year can do. Oh, wow. It's really neat. That's powerful. Yeah, they need to be coordinators too. Yeah, that's they great. Are. Some, yeah. Of are. Some of them are. Yeah, your grandparents. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Way to go, guys. I'm very proud of y'all. Very cool. Very Thank cool. You. So what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? I think the key is actually deciding that you're going to do it not just thinking i wish i was able to do it i wish i was debt free deciding that you're going to do it and you're willing to sacrifice what it takes to get there Mm. yeah and start if you haven't started start today because i mean we started when the girls were like nine and seven and you know a lot of i felt like a lot of people told us like you're going to miss out on these core years that you could be taking them places or you know doing things with them or giving them things and now we're here and we get to just like, and they seem do, they seem fairly well adjusted very, yeah i mean for teenagers <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't kill them after all who knew who knew yeah. yeah way to go guys very proud of y'all hey we got a baby steps millionaires book to celebrate the fact that you are uh we've got a total money makeover book as well that you'll give to somebody financial peace university membership you can give that to someone you've obviously done a lot of good thank you for leading the classes and for being this huge example for the uh for the audience out there thank you so much very cool heroes very cool and uh, we, we've uh, poked at the girls and, and teenage girls and all that stuff for a minute here. But the truth is that when they look back years from now, they'll realize how big a hero their mom and dad are. And uh, you guys have changed your family tree. You really have. It's pretty impressive what you've done. Very, very cool. Jason and Kendall, Addison and Amelia from Wisconsin. 351000 paid off. House and everything on the way to being Baby Steps millionaires at 41 and 38 years old. Four and a half years, it, or four years, five months it took to do that, making 200 to 350 through job changes and everything else. They persevered 100% debt-free. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, two one we're debt free yeah i love it well done you guys very well done this is the ramsey show
Our scripture of the day, Colossians 4, 6, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. C.S. Lewis said, there are only two kinds of people, those who say to God, thy will be done, and those who, to whom God says, all right, then have it your way. Mm. I like that. That's a new verse for me. I like that. Your conversation seasoned with salt. You've been known to be salty That's in been, conversation. It's been, it's, been ha- it's been happening more lately. <laughs> so you're doing well. Shannon is in Virginia, Roanoke to be precise. Hi, Shannon. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. What's up? Okay, so I'm just kind of like, I've heard about you before, like when I was younger and in my 20s. I'm 45 at the moment. Um, And so I'm just kind of like rediscovering you. I've started listening to uh, Budget Crushing Mama on TikTok. And so I try to get her live every morning, and she just talks about how her and her husband have knocked out all this debt in like 18 months. And so I don't, I mean, I have quite a bit of debt as far as like, my car and student loans and stuff go, but as far as like credit cards and stuff, I don't really have a lot of debt, but I was raised by my mother who was a single mom, but she, I didn't know when I was younger, but as I got older, just figuring out that that's pretty much how she raised us was on credit cards. And I have kind of continued the same cycle, but not so much as far as credit cards because I've never really had my life together enough to qualify for the amount of credit cards that she has, which is probably a good thing. Um, but I also have not like saved any money. I, I have, uh, how, how can we best one. help it's you just, today, Shannon? I don't know where to begin, so to speak. Um, I okay. kind of understand the gist of it, but I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of looking for some kind of guidance as far as sure. structure goes. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, the best time to plant the tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> you got to just put the past behind you and go, whatever my mom did, whatever happened in the past, it's over. I've got, I'm have got. i going to start to chart a new path for Shannon and change yeah. the family tree and break those generational curses. So the answer is not, how do I have less credit card debt than my parents? The answer is, how do I put myself in such a financial position that I can just stop talking about money and worrying about money? And so that's the right. goal. If we have that as the common ground here, we're off to a good start. The next step is to filter this through the Ramsey baby step. So you said you're new to this. So I'll run you through them real quick, and then I'm going to gift you something that will go in depth on this. Okay? Okay. Thank you. So the first step, and the reason this works is because it's one focused step at a time. We're not doing 17 things at once and trying to keep up with a bunch of debt. So baby step one is a $1,000 starter emergency fund. Do you have $1,000 in cash in the bank account? Uh, no, I have, I started a business in October too. And that's been my main scariest thing is that I'm afraid of running it into the ground by the amount of money that I'm making. And it will, I guess, continue to just grow. So what, what is your income? Um, as far as my business goes, it kind of fluctuates, but I started a house clean business and it averages, um, somewhere around 72 to 74, but it has gone Mostly, it's over seven thousand. I mean, over eight thousand, closer up to nine thousand every month. Every Pro- month, profit. That is just like see, and that I don't have anything. <laughs> I'm just like transferring money as I need it. I, so where is I this nine thousand going every month? I I couldn't tell you. That's my problem. Okay, I'm just like 
Does your business have any expenses? Well, I mean, I buy like the uh, vacuum cleaners. When I first started, I got them on, um, I think it is a firm. So I'm making payments on those and I would like to pay them off. Um, my like cleaning supplies and stuff like that, that's really not that much money. It's not $9,000 worth of expenses. So, right. And then I do pay daughter works with me as well i do pay her um an hourly but it's only hourly while we're you're, at the you're, job you're, so you're cleaning so. your business is cleaning house cleaning yes so okay cleaning. okay mm-hmm. and you've got two vacuums on payments yeah okay all right but and other than that you've not you don't have a ton of expenses so a lot of this money is no. free and clear for you to live on okay yes yeah. so, i think that if i can figure out how to get to where I can like, I feel like I've dug myself in a hole to where I have slowly tried to get out over the last couple of weeks and I have done better this week, but I need to figure out how I can like just pay myself weekly or whatever instead of, I need a hundred dollars in my checking account. Let me transfer it over. Well, that's where the budget comes in. You said you're watching budgeting videos and you're wanting to get into this. So I'm going to gift you one year of every dollar premium to help you out with this. And it's going to help you make, uh, give every single dollar a job because you've got plenty of money. It's just disappearing Mm -hmm. because you're giving it to lenders and who knows where I'll eat now. I don't know what your lifestyle is like, but we've got to get all of this in check and start to go, we're paying myself first. I'm going to pay these debts. I'm going to put extra on the debt. I'm going to live off nothing so I can get myself in a good financial position. How much is the total debt that you have? Um, my personal debt is somewhere around 40000 maybe not quite that high, but my student loans are 20000 Last time I looked at it, it was like 38 ish 39 ish So my student loans are like 20000 My car is 14 something just over 14,000 um and then i have a few little credit cards uh probably somewhere around the 5,000ish dollar mark okay well starting then, today if you want to build wealth a foolproof way is to just stop going into debt and that means we're cutting up the cards we're not going to do these buy now pay later plans if we don't have the cash to do it we just don't do it okay yeah you're going to affirm okay. to never do affirm again right <laughs> The next thing you do is you list out the debts from smallest to largest balance. Don't even look at the interest rate. Smallest to largest balance, attack the little one with a vengeance, with all the margin you can muster up from that 9000 a month. And that's going to get rid of that first debt really quickly. Agreed? Agreed. And yeah. you free up a little payment there, don't you? So now you can throw all of that towards the next debt. That's the debt snowball. You pick up snow as you go. That's baby step two. And so you can do this. If you put them in order, baby step one, then baby step two, then we're going to get you an emergency fund so you never have to turn to debt again. See how that works? When you have six months of expenses in the bank, you don't need lenders anymore, do you? No. Okay, Shannon, no. Um, just in listening to you, um, you are a, a, a smart person. You're smart enough to do better than you're doing because you're living with a, a fair amount of chaos, not much order. Yeah. There's not much order. No, no. Yeah, disorganization and chaos adds a lot of stress to your life. So one of the things you can do here is to um, pretend that I was going to pay you $100,000 a year and you just went to work for me. And knowing what you know today, 
about money, which is not much, okay? You're just getting yeah. started. You're just starting your journey. But even with what you know today, you are a smart person. You're articulate. If I said I'm going to hire you for $100,000, the first thing I want you to do is go, I got this lady that's got in the cleaning business over here. She's disorganized. I want you to go over there and get her organized. You could do that. You could get her organized because you're smart enough to do yeah. it. Your problem is you get so emotionally stuck in all these different things and it's flying at you. And you, you need to, I want you to pan back and step above this and look at it as if you're managing someone else's stuff. Okay. Emotionally step aside, like an out of body experience, okay? And say, right. all right, I just got hired to straighten up this woman's finances and she's a mess. The first thing I'm going to do is I'll make a really good detailed list of all my monthly bills. The second thing I'm going to do is make a really good detailed list of all these debts. The third thing I'm going to do is I'm going to open a set. You got a separate checking account for your business? Yes, I did start everything right. I kind of did it backwards, but I do have everything separated. Now. Okay, good. Yeah. And so now when you move money out of that business, you understand you need to set tax money aside, right? Right. Yeah. So you don't get caught in taxes because that IRS is going to. Yeah pound your head next year if you don't do that so you hang on and georgia's going to get you set up with every dollar premium the uh, folks in the booth will take care of that for you you're smart enough to do this you got to get yourself organized remove the chaos add order and follow these steps we'll show you how to do it you can do this that puts us out of the ramsey show in the books we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace Christ Jesus. Hey, it's George Camel. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.